video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your host to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 214 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with the half-dead homeboy, Mr. Grizz. What is going on, my man? Yo, half-dead, half-baked, all the same in my world, my friend. I am here. Hey. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm alive, I'm well. You made me watch this fucking movie this week, so you you owe oh, me yeah. you owe me big time, buddy. I'll say that, hey. but uh, hey. I'm in a good mood about it, so it'll be it'll be fun good. to uh, to get into it. Good, I got a, I got a new pair of headphones. Came in the mail today, finally upgraded. Um, the other ones sounded like they were exploding after a while. Uh, not good for when you're trying to do any sort of yeah. mixing or anything like that. Uh, pretty like terrible, s- but these ones. It looks like a sound ninja. It's nice, dude. Right now? Yeah, look at you. Oh. Those big muffs. Oh. Yeah, these <laughs> these look substantial compared to my other ones. My other ones <laughs> look like regular you have like regular <laughs> like headphones. Now it looks like I'm going into fucking space or you something. Substantial muffs is what we could tell the, the, the listeners. There you go. Yeah, man. Hey. What Jumbo can I say? Muffs. <laughs> the jumbo muff. I can't wait to sweat in these. I, I could just tell I'm going to be sweating in them. But oh yeah, that's you know, the worst. Try, is trying like something different. Ear cup fucking sweat when it's like super hot and we're recording these podcasts and shit. It's like an hour, hour and twenty in. We've been sitting here and I take the fucking headphones off and it's just like swampier and you don't even realize yeah. it until no. you take them off and then you're like, oh, what the fuck is yeah, going on? Like, I should probably like do something i should go get a paper towel with some yeah. rubbing alcohol or something should drain uh, these bitches these ones these <laughs> ones actually have like a it's like a felt like a satin feel moisture and, wicking. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm used to the you know like the the faux leather or whatever the fuck it is that they use on all those where it starts cracking eventually like leaving remnants around your ear nah it's see like, dude oh, that's, that's great. fucked up dude I, I i buy like the thousand dollar headphones that have baby seal Wrapped on the oh inside. No, you don't. Get out of here. Get out of here. It's, it's made Never with cracks. the ears of dogs. <laughs> Never. Yeah, yeah, dog satin. Never cracks, baby. It's, it's fucking the richest of the oh, rich. Oh my god. Yeah. So if like I'm if I'm yelling at certain points, it's because I'm not used to the headphones yet. So I'm just trying to get uh, you know, I'm trying to get my level straight. He's, he's not being shit. overly aggressive this week. It's just his headphones. Yeah. 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 I'm not like extra mad or anything, right? I'm not movies. mad about the the fucking Choco Taco. Fuck you. That's the real beef you have. <laughs> That's what it's all coming out now. They yeah. stop making the Choco Taco, and you're upset. Hey man, uh, that's something that I, you know how people like, they'll, they'll be like, no, you can't stop making that. It's like, dude, when's the last time you had one? It's like, I can tell you the last time I had one because I do buy them. Like, You're, you're, the, you're like, a Choco Taco fan, for real. Yeah, yeah. I'm a legitimate oh, Choco man. Taco fan. I'm and, sorry uh, to hear that, I was, dude. R.I.P. I was hurt. I was hurt when they stopped selling them in Taco Bell and I'm even more hurt that they're going to stop making them. I mean, I'm sure they're probably going to do it again or they are. I don't know. This was like two weeks ago, right? That they announced that or three weeks ago. 
Yeah, man, and this is something I can relate with, man, because I always feel like I'm getting the uh, the food rug pulled out from underneath of me, where like I find something I really fuck with, like I really like it, and then all of a sudden it's just it's gone. Like they just stop fucking making it, it's pulled from the shelves, man, and it, it's it's crushing, dude. So I feel for yeah. you in your choco taco loss. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see. One of them that I was always disappointed that they got rid of was the um, Shanghai wings at my favorite uh, high-end restaurant, Chili's. <laughs> I was very disappointed when they got rid of those. Baller. I was like, uh, they're like, oh, sorry, we don't make that anymore. It's like, crushed. what? Then what the fuck am I supposed to get? I get that every time I come here, every Saturday. What the fuck? Bro, the, the worst is when they, they it goes away. Because like, yo, okay. So I fuck with some Ben and Jerry's, right? As a... So as a, the dedicated stoner that I am, Ben and Jerry's is a must from time to time. And only at fucking Target, for some reason, they had this exclusive flavor that's called Peanut Butter World. Chocolate and peanut butter, that's my jam. You can't go fucking wrong, right? And this is okay, chocolate, okay. peanut butter swirl with fucking like Oreo cookie crumbs in that bitch, dude. It's, it's fire, right? So it's there, and I'm getting it, and I'm happy. I'm living life, and I'm a cool... I'm, I'm feeling great about things, dude, right? And then one day, I go to get it, and it's fucking gone. I go on the Ben & Jerry's website. They say it's fucking discontinued. And there is a comment oh. section, pages long, of people being like, I will burn your fucking Ben & Jerry's house down if you don't bring uh, back the peanut butter world. So They need the peanut butter, dude. They need it. I go recently, and what do I see at the fucking Target? The goddamn peanut butter world, right? So I'm elated. I'm thinking life is good again. I'm back in the peanut butter world. I get the motherfucker. I bring it home and I try it. And it is not the same. They it took different, bro. They took out so much of the peanut butter and the cookie. It's like it, the ratios, it, the fucking ratios, dude. It's off. Oh, it's not. No. They fucked with a good thing, dude. And now I'm in protest. I will never buy another one. Sticking Wait, with the really? Haagen-Dazs. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Really? Fuck, fuck that. It's not the same. Ooh. It's like, a little overpriced. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, all that ice cream is super overpriced. But if I'm going to indulge, because I don't do it that much anymore. But if I'm going to, it's got to be the Haagen-Dazs, dude. I'll pay the six yeah. bucks for the pint, dude. Fuck, yeah. Ha- Chocolate peanut butter Haagen-Dazs is like fucking... If, if, if God existed, it would be his gift to people would be that fucking ice cream, dude. So good. I, uh, I go with the, the local, I guess... What do you have there? Do you have Stop and Shop, or you got like Giant? We got, you, we, got, got? We, got, we got a Tops Friendly Markets, as you should Is know that the from same the news. <laughs> so uh, I, I get the store brand Moose Tracks. You ever oh, have Moose, that? Oh yeah, we got the the Moose Tracks for sure. That's a that's a staple of Western New York. Yeah, man, that's some good shit. I don't the know. Little peanut butter pieces in that motherfucker. Hell right? yeah, dude! Yeah, the little dude. peanut butter cup. Now, now we have two varieties, dude. We got the vanilla moose tracks, and then we got the chocolate moose tracks. Which one are you down with? So, my like, if I'm just gonna eat the ice cream, I just get, I get the chocolate moose tracks. My right? man, my man. But now here's but here's the thing. A lot of these stores, you'll see they'll sell little, like, cakes of some sort. They're like a dollar, like little pies and stuff. Go get yourself a fucking chocolate one, put it in the microwave for, like, 20 (laughs) seconds, and then get the vanilla moose tracks and put Put that that shit on on top top of it. Oh, yeah. Game changer, bro. There you go. There you go. I I didn't know we were bringing cakes and pies into the equation, because that does change everything. Cakes and pies. (laughs) 
God damn, I, I lost I don't know, man. We, we like ice cream. We yeah. like snacks. I like Doritos. I like everything, man. Yeah, I but, agree. I'm you know, a snacker as well. There's no shame in that. There's no shame in that, guys. We're with you and girls and everybody. And I don't know. All right. So, Mr. Griggs. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, this week we watched the 1992 shot on video. Um, I'm not going to say classic because I know what, you know how you feel already. Um, classic. But this, this is a pretty well-known shot on video movie. Dead is Dead, a video outlaw release, a subsidiary of Tempe Video. Um, this thing is... Uh, picture oh man city of the vampires mixed with oh uh, man i don't even i don't even fucking know he's already wrong a time sheets movie you can't yeah, dude, don't on. don't even bring in good movies and befoul them with such comparisons to fucking dead is dead because this does not Dude, oh, City of the Vampire does not deserve that, dude. Be fair. Well, well, I'm saying like how it's shot, how it looks, the acting, the music, definitely, because there actually is music. You're that gonna is shared you're, between you're gonna the compare movies. Matthew Jason Walsh's music to the dude, Casio keyboard bullshit that this dude, movie there, had in it. Oh, there come is on, a come on. there is a come song. On. There's a no. There they share music, dude. They share music. Really? There's a couple. There's a couple tracks that are 100% from either City of the Vampires or Kingdom of the Vampire. Yeah, there needs to be uh, more it, research done for there because I, dude, this this music was questionable. Like, I'm telling you, I'm telling rough, you. Rough, I know that I know that somebody else is listed as the person who did the music. Yeah, I saw. But that. I I know that Matthew Jason Walsh has done music under different names. You know what I mean? Like, I this is uh, one of his fucking uh, alter egos. Let me let me look I mean, here. I, let me look what the fuck music by Rob Binge. That does sound See, like, like a fucking alter ego. Oh, he's no, only. It can't be him. It can't be him. He's in the movie. Dead is dead. Yeah, this guy is he only. He plays ever. Tony. That's yeah. That's not. That's not uh, Matthew Jason Walsh. For sure, it's not him. Man, that's fucking funny. I swear to God, I'm gonna I'm gonna find the song and I'm gonna play it for you, and All you're right. gonna be like, holy you're shit! Get, I, I'm happy to hear it because this this music. I'm telling you right now bad <laughs> it, it was it was either completely ripped off or it or it is i, I, uh, it I is there, a track i could see something that sounds similar to some beautiful music that matthew had made at one point in time but it was a very dumbed down version i'm sure if it was in the, this movie the only reason why i think it might actually be is because this is a video outlaw release. It's presented by Tempe. You know yes, what I mean? It like, says Tempe in the beginning of the movie. I definitely there is there is a, a, a possibility that you are right because of that linkage. So I'm not ruling it out. I'm just we'll, saying we'll have it's, to ooh, we'll have to rough. actually compare. We'll have yeah. to actually compare. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to actually run it by keg stand. I think Keg Stan would be able to pick it up immediately. He, he would know already. He's like, oh, see, that's something completely different. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is a video outlaw release. I do own this tape as I'm Look showing that. Grizz right now. And uh, this tape took me probably, I don't even know, man, like three or four years to finally like 
of active looking to like get one. So you you actually you own something also that doesn't exist, right? Like yes, it's, it's um, something that you know you, what you we'll, don't actually you you couldn't possibly really own it, right? Yeah, we'll actually get into that during the main section of the movie. Oh, you want to okay? save I, the juice? I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. And and I also have to actually go get it from my shelf. So <laughs> you I don't want to break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna need the break for that. But yeah, this this is probably one of my most sought after VHSs of the last ten years or so. Um, my man Bruce finally got this to me, which was a relief because it's like. You know, you're searching all this time, and it's like, you know what? I'm just fuck it. I'm I'm not. I give up. And then you know, he's like your fucking VHS happen. dope dealer. You just you just yeah. You just kind of sit there we and got, you wait for daddy to bring you the goods, and then he finally pays nah. up. <laughs> we we have a very we have a very good trading relationship. You know, it's one of those things you find people that you just kind of you don't give a shit. You just kind of. Old you know daddy I mean? Sutter you know Kane. Cool. I get it, dude. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you're just mad I'm not sending you a darkness. Okay, jeez. I've been waiting years, and you asshole still haven't sent me one, so I'm mad. I, I've been trying. I've I been know. looking, I, man. I know it's not a lack of, of effort, so it's fair. It's Yeah, it's just I don't want to I don't want to pay more than I paid for mine. (laughs) So, you know, it's one of those things. I feel like I'll be able to get you one within the next six months. You just got to you got to you got to find yourself a better copy and then send me your shitty copy you paid less for. That way you feel you feel better about having paid more for the good copy that you now own. My my copy's pretty good, though, man. I know it's going to be hard to find a better one. I'm only missing, let's see, I'm only missing, there's a Japanese release that I don't have. There's two of them, and I have one of them. And I believe besides that, just the original, the original promo that like Hmm. there's only a handful. So I tried buying one, turned out to be a bootleg. Yeah, but the dude was cool, sent it back to him. He's like, sorry, man, I didn't know. I said, thank you for my money back. That was a- things will happen. Yeah, these things happen. You got to take the chance sometimes. But Dead is Dead from the early 90s, uh, according to IMDb, released November 10th, 1992, two days before my birthday. I would have been about, I would have been turning five years old that year. And you would have loved it back then as well, you little shit. Uh, One thing I'm going to say, I probably had the same haircut as Mike Stanley in 1992. It's a mullet bowl cut. It is the weirdest. It's look, it, dude. It's so fucking weird, bro. He looks like half of like a Three Stooges met Joe Dirt. It's the weirdest fucking combination of hair I've ever seen in a movie. I can't get. It's, he looks, I, I'm, I'm bothered by it, dude. It's fucked. He looks like somebody who like met Jim Van Beber like in the eighties. <laughs> And like, just wanted to be him, like from then on. You know what I mean? That's He's like, what, Mom, like, give me this haircut. And she's like, All right, yeah. give me the ball, sweetie. And she just fucked him up. Yeah. He's got I like the it. jacket and shit. Like, oh my god. You, you put the Tupperware on his fucking head and just give the. So uh, something that I found pretty funny was this was um, a movie made in Michigan, but there's a, a sequence that's in New York City in a hotel room. <laughs> So they so they definitely went on vacation, right? And they just brought their camera with them and shot a few scenes. Here we go. <laughs> We're making it big time now. Oh my god, I love that. I really wish 
that there was like more. I want to know more about this, like how that how that came about. You know. So, I, uh, so you know, full disclosure: this movie's fucking horrible. But no, I, I I will I will say that like it it led me down this rabbit hole of Mike Stanley, the director and and writer of this movie. Um, and he is like the also like the dude who's behind Film Labs Showcase Pictures, which is the production company of this movie and all of his movies. And dude, have you looked at some of his fucking movies that he's made? They are the wildest low budget fucking movies you could ever imagine, including a Dead is Dead sequel and a part three, Dead is Dead 25. So, like, I, you gotta fucking get on that 2014 that was made. But he has this one that I am so intrigued by, dude, that I wanna do, uh, even if it's for like a special episode or something. October Feast, made in 2011. Uh, about a family secret that's been hidden from decades and it's got like witchcraft and all this shit going on dude but it looks super gory i have to find a fucking copy of this movie for us i couldn't even find it online to watch but like dude go down the rabbit hole of the fucking the production company of uh film lab showcase pictures because it's nuts god mike stanley it's so funny how like he didn't do anything for so long and then all of a sudden it's just like boom 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 it's it's just 2008 he's he got a taste and then 2010 he's like i'm in let's do it well do you know like about like his whole history and shit like he's like a, a cult icon in detroit dude like from like the late 70s to like almost the late or into like almost 90s he did this thing um tales from beyond the graves midnight marquee and it was like a public access like anthology horror show where he would do these like short low budget fucking anthology movies every saturday night on public access and they became like fucking huge dude people were obsessed with this shit in detroit so like i guess now he's working on a compilation of all of those low budget films wow. and he's gonna put them back out on video again which i can't dude honestly that's something i'm very interested in early 70s or late 70s into the like the whole de- decade of the 80s of like low budget public access horror this is crazy looking i'm like in the imdb of this thing it's pretty cool man 1982 to 1989 it says monthly horror anthology see i've read before that it actually spans from like the he started it in like 79 so like maybe the public access didn't pick up until 82 but he was working on these projects from the 70s on man but dude a a monthly anthology horror cd how fucking fun would that be to watch and like your local and, and that's such a small audience like public access dude that's so fucking cool to me dude is he still alive yes Still working. Oh on wait, stuff. obviously, obviously, yes. He, uh, you know what, man? We're gonna. We should maybe try to contact this motherfucker. This could be the this one. Is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is. This looks very uh, so much right respect for him for doing that shit, dude. I, I think that's that to me is like so cool. And then he did that for so long, and then this was the first fucking full length movie that he did. So looking at some of the names of uh, the the episodes that he did for this jack-o'-lantern it's almost halloween night 
uh, The Cemetery, Jack-O-Lantern 2, uh, County of the Dead, October Feast in 1984, uh, October Feast 2, Halloween's Rigor Mortis, 1985. So like he redid and did a full length October Feast movie in 2011 based off of those shorts. So like that's what I really want to fucking see and check out is that full length movie. I, it's got to be somewhere. It's got to be somewhere to watch. Yeah. If it was 2011, like it's got to be somewhere. I mean, yeah. that's he, we got to look to see if he has a website and we'll see if there's any sort of like, you know, maybe he has a page for a shit. I don't know. We got to find it. I think that's a good thing for our Halloween season if we find some of this stuff. But dude, all the pictures from that anthology series, it, it all just looks like camcorder shot on video. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Awesome shit that we have to we have to get our hands on some of that. It looks awesome. Yeah. You know, during the break, let's take a look. Let's see if we could do yeah. a speed uh, a speed search. You know, what? I don't I don't know if there's a trailer for this. Um, if there is, I'll play it. If not, I will play something else and we will see you after the break. And they're not walking the night. They're in the phone line and they've got your number! One bears, dial 1-900-490-DEAD. Randomly selected callers get to talk to me live in the flesh. When you reach me, you'll wish you never called. Only $2 a call. Dead is dead. Now, Grizz, I, I feel like I've asked you this before, but the fucks with like the early 90s shot on video movies having to have some sort of like mafia or like gangster type character it's with that trope from that time man it's like in all of them it it really is and i don't know if it's just like low-hanging fruit it's like an easy character to play and it's like an easy character to write for so like it's like oh let's throw a fucking gangster in here or some shit but like it's not even like a modern it's always like a throwback like it's 40s ask like fucking yeah. gangster dude it's so yeah strange. but like in contemporary time it makes no sense no sense at like, all dude even in like um uh zom- uh what's it called now i'm not gonna be able to fucking todd sheets fucking zombie, zombie rampage it. oh zombie rampage it it's it's like a play they're like never- acting they're acting like they're in the mafia like they're all like oh like my gang and all this and, and I th- like and i think it's like a, a a play at comedy that never works out you know like it doesn't land at all yeah or you think they i i i actually think your first uh idea it was it's probably more accurate like they it's just low-hanging fruit to like set up like a a bad guy you know what i mean like because yeah. what movies really like why would they all be doing that at that time it makes no sense to me it even if it's like not a gangster like a bad guy gangster you'll get a cop that's like a a a retro detective that's like that same kind of like era fucking detective it's like one or the other the mafia guy or the fucking old timey fucking cop and it's like why are these like what is I don't yeah I don't get it but you're so on on the on the mark where it's like it's so fucking common dude even in like fucking uh Hollywood chainsaw hookers 
You get this stupid fucking like retro cop in a time period that makes no fucking sense at all. Why would that cop even be on the force in that time period? It's so stupid. Yeah. Hey man, I guess it's just you know what what movies were they? Well, see that's what like fucks me up. Like what movies were these guys watching where it's like <laughs> yeah, what's the motivation? Like, yeah, like that's <laughs> yeah, like that's what I want to do in this because like there's always posters of like Dawn of the Dead or shit like that and like that's not a. It's never like a mafia or gangster thing in like Romero <laughs> movies. Like, can you imagine? Where the fuck did you get that it's from? So ridiculous. Right? A Fauci yeah, film, I, and all of a sudden there's like a a forties detective. Like, yeah. So where's the fucking? Where's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the well, zombie? I mean, they, do have, they do have that cop that's in uh, Gates of Hell. He's like, so where's the dope? He's like yeah, one of those types of fucking. He fits the thing though, like he's, but he's not like that. Like he, he seems seventies, you know, which is okay because yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. right there. He doesn't seem like a fucking nineteen forties. Like, yeah, it's just so strange to me, dude. It's always that like that 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 time period of like trench coat mafia dudes, like the fucking the little hats and shit. It's like, oh, dude, I don't know. Very weird. <laughs> I I think this this movie has a lot of things going for it in my eyes when it comes to I guess shot on video low budget movies and all that sort of shit. You have these dumbass characters with like the dumb mafia plot, just like fucking at dawn they sleep, same type of thing. Um, but you also have like Mike Stanley who plays Eric, who's our actual main character, and it's like supposed to be. I guess like he's supposed to be like cool, you know what I mean? But like he's got a bowl cut. It looks like he's wearing sweatpants tucked into socks. Yes, at yep. some points, um, it, it's just it's to me like this is why I love these movies because it's just so out there. And this one, I feel like it's the same thing. Like it's just so weird that it's actually entertaining to me. If if I was watching this movie simply for outfits and strangeness, yeah, I could. I guess this is an okay movie that it comes in spades with this movie, and I will give you that. If you were watching this movie for like any kind of story that you could make sense of, good fucking luck, dude. Doesn't explain anything. The scenes jump all the fuck over the place. That you can barely understand that there's like this drug that can regrow limbs and fucking keep people alive and bring them back to life it's very loosely fucking explained it's it's such dude there's like 10 scenes of eric daydreaming music playing and this motherfucker skipping stones sitting on a bridge <laughs> fucking walking through a field it, it there's so long and so so many dude i i i worry about you when you tell me that you <laughs> you like this movie, dude. <laughs> well, what's what's there to not make sense of? This motherfucker is coming back to town because he owed money to this fucking mob that he spent on cocaine, I guess, or meth. Because I don't know what he was fucking using. Because it's kind of it's a little ambiguous there. But uh, he comes back to the town to try to settle his debt. He ends up getting his arm ripped off by a mutant that's living in the forest, a.k.a. the remains of the mental asylum that his brother was in. 
uh, a woman who was a nurse at the mental asylum <laughs> just so happened to find them and lucky, uh, brought them back to lucky. our house to yes. give them this doxatril. I think it was something like that. Doxatrol, whatever the fuck it was. That sounds and uh, they, they become lovers. And this guy has to settle his score after he tried to leverage this medication with his old mafia buddies and now they're trying to kill him and it, it already doesn't make sense and you're explaining <sighs> it perfectly which is the fucking problem dude <laughs> yeah I, I it made sense to me baby made oh, sense it's all to there, me, right? baby. yeah he, he fucking seduces her with her sweatpants outfit in the fucking forest and that's all it took dude, dude so no stupid. you know what it was when he was fully dressed and he just got in the shower with her <laughs> the fucking that's God. that's see <laughs> I'm watching this, and within the first 30 minutes of it, I just text Mike, and I go, what the fuck am I watching right now? Because, for one, I couldn't figure out what the fuck I was watching, and it was just... And, and two, I was like, he, he talked this up so much. Like, where's where's the payoff? It never came, bro. I, I'm looking for, it. like, where's the big blood and guts? Where's the fucking massacre? Where's... Where's the dead it's is not dead? What it's about man. That's it not what it's about. It doesn't come. It never happens, dude. If dude, you is like seven. Uh, oh my fuck <laughs> off, dude. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. If you're out there hunting for this fucking film, thinking, man, that dead is dead. Keep going. That that's Keep gonna going. that's gonna be the one that's it's gotta be real fucked up, right? It's so hard to find. You're you. Go by 555, motherfucker. You'll have a better time with that movie. See, I but that's the you. thing. You, you, you were thinking that this movie was going to be like a crazy fucking splatter fest when that's 100%. not the case. It's not the case, dude. Not all, not all Tempe shit is like that. I mean, there's a lot of like, look at even um, like the Sandman. Oh yeah. Not a splatter. Dude, Great, but a, a much better movie than this, bro. I mean understandable movie <laughs> I, I'll, I'll 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 agree with that i really yeah. do like that movie a lot well i we never covered that right no that's a fall movie that's when we've been holding yeah. back so yeah 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 that's good a thing good one. but uh, i don't know man this movie just feels like an early 90s like tempe video release that i would have loved if i saw it when i was in like middle or high school just because it's so strange and it, you you could tell that they took it seriously you know what i mean like making this movie they were a hundred percent serious There's and a, that's what it makes that's what makes it that much better to me like it they just took it seriously dude they had to have they were like what this movie needs is a fucking plane crash and so they fucking put it <laughs> this is the first shot on video movie. It's with real. A fucking play. I know. It's the real. Dude, Gruesome, and it's so dude. fucking stupid because she's bitches waiting for somebody to come in on this flight. And she talks to the, her, she calls her friend. And her friend's like, oh, that fucking Southwestern or whatever flight one just crashed. And she's like, oh. What what flight number was it? And it's like her friend's flight just fucking it's just so happens that this person she's calling knows about this specific fucking plane accident, dude. It's on the news, bro. It's ridiculous, dude. It's so I love fuck. it. I love it. You and know I love it. You know I love that shit. Plane crash. Fucking. Well, well, 
Well, I could ex- I could explain that if you listen carefully to the news uh, thing, they say that that a a prop a plane plane hit a yes, I get it. Yeah, but it's like yeah, they just talked yeah. up this giant, and all there was was a tiny little prop plane. If they fucking collided, where's the dude, big plane? At? Dude, I was I was waiting for like TWA flight eight hundred footage. Oh my god, dude, like, I would have uh, lost it. I would have fucking lost it. <laughs> Would this movie have like actually moved up for you if you a, saw a, a that? A bump, yes. A bump as much as the fucking cocaine in the beginning. Dude. And that's what pissed me off. Because this movie starts out with a naked man and cocaine. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, here we go. Like, we're going to have a good time. And then I'm just confused the entire rest of the fucking movie. So. It, it really is. It really is more of like a, a, I know you said there is no story. There is. I was there able is. to make one. Um, but it's really more of a story-driven movie. It's not. It's not a like a bloody gory movie he does get his arm fucking ripped off and all that shit people get shot but it's not, it's not crazy with that um i if you're expecting this movie to be like the dead next door or goblin or anything like that like it's it's not that type of movie it's not and you know i know people probably will still try to find the tape like you said um I, I don't know man like to me it's worth it because i thoroughly enjoy these types of fucking weird movies like it's not about the gore it's not about all that shit like i just love this fucking weird the, shit the problem though for me is that the story itself has the horror elements that would lend itself to be this type of you know to be when i this was the first time watch for me. So as soon as I hear, oh, this fucking elixir can regrow limbs, and then I hear it can bring the dead back to life, and I've only watched 20 minutes of this movie, my mindset is like, oh, cool. We're going to see some cool fucking some limb severing and shit like that. We're going to see probably some zombies of some sort. Dead is dead. You might think it's a fucking zombie movie, and now all of a sudden you have a reanimation liquid. I'm definitely thinking I'm going to get some fucking payoffs of some gore and some zombie action in this movie and there's absolutely none of that the most we get is this motherfucker killing the same people 30 fucking times in the exact same way it's very boring dude it's it's really i guess because you anticipated something different it's i was let down a lot yeah 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 and i understand that i understand you know you're getting worked up you think a movie's gonna be fucking this gory bloody violent fucking thing especially from this time period on this distribution uh label it's just not that type of movie uh type of movie not that you know i would i would obviously like it probably more if there was more crazy shit i mean the dude's arm gets ripped off and his fucking heart ripped out so like there was the potential right there but does it completely ruin the experience for me absolutely not i think this movie is still worth watching it's just a bad action movie though for me at that point like a really bad action movie with like bad action like it's (laughs) and and, uh, dude i don't know i i can understand there's there's a, a an audience for this but I think that it's it's a very, very small, small, small Niche. audience. Niche audience. You know, like, yeah. you have to be into shot on video movies to begin with, which is a hard thing to be into. You have to really kind of look past a lot of flaws and stuff. And it's easier to do with horror films. So then you have to be able to do that with an action movie, which is even fucking tougher. And, yeah. and really, this one... It, 
I would be okay with it, dude. It's just so... It's so hard to understand. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, you put the, the pieces of the story there out in front of everybody. But to actually watch it and to try to, like, make the dialogue make sense and to make each scene to the next scene make sense, you're fucking struggling, man. Like, after it's all over, you can look back and be like, oh, this must be what I've just fucking witnessed. But while it's happening, you're like... What the fuck is going on? So, <laughs> well, you know, one thing I gotta say is, if you saw the tape in person, like you held it in your hand, you looked at the other side, there's nothing on this tape that would make you think it's a horror movie. Yeah, I, that's like the nothing. thing. I've, I've never even you know read the back or anything. So, it can you? Like, I don't know if you could see it like in the video. Yeah, none uh, of the pictures the depict anything that shows it being like a horror film. That's for sure. Like this, this. It's all very generic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess it's it's one of those things, like you said, like this might be more for a very specific group of people of, you know, a small subset will actually find this entertaining. I think if you're into dumb shot on video stuff, that's just like, you know, somebody definitely tried to yes. make a movie. <laughs> they did. And, <laughs> you know, you get to see their vision. If you're into that stuff where you can just kind of let a magnitude of flaws a multitude of flaws shine through yeah if you could deal with that then you know i think this movie you'll like it because there is some cool shit in it like yeah a lot of the dialogue is actually pretty cool at points you know what i mean there's a lot of like little one-liners and stuff that eric says to the fucking bad guys and they're talking back and forth it's not all it's not and, all terrible and i will give him credit where you know it's due in saying that the movie does look really good for being shot on video i've seen much yeah. worse much darker you know hard to fucking see scenes everything in this movie is well lit it's well produced uh so they they have the understanding of what they're doing when it comes to like how a movie should look and should feel that aspect of it they fucking nailed yeah, definitely. Um, there's actually a lot of cool shots in this movie, like where they're shooting, you know, underneath things or moving and all that. They Unfortunately, really it's just him sitting at a pond skipping stones that they're filming, but it's a great <sighs> angle that they're getting of it. Did it's you, fantastic. Did, did, you, did you like the one where you can tell that he's buried in the middle of the street, like they <laughs> dug a hole and the car yeah. drove over it? <laughs> like, because you could see the lip, you could see the lip of the hole, which it's is kind of funny to me. Ridiculous. Dude, that whole scene. Can we just talk about that scene? Let's lay it so on there's me. like a hitman out for Eric now because they're trying to like get rid of him after they got this fucking this liquid uh, life toxol or whatever. Yeah, doxidol. Doxidol. And, um, and he's like noticing a pickup truck like turning around, starts chasing him. He starts running, and he jumps on the back of a van, but the van was never there like it was never in the scene at all nope. and all of a sudden and then it kind of like disappears then it's there then it disappears no it's continuity awesome it is awesome when i think of shot on video movies like that's the stuff that i'm thinking of you know what i mean it's just so ridiculous no continuity like they forget to shoot things but it's like oh fuck it we're like we're, we need to just do it yeah it's I, happening I anyways it. i love it i fucking love it yeah you get that run and gun um, feeling from those scenes that's for sure <laughs> yeah yeah definitely i i think that makes this movie like more enjoyable because they actually tried to do things that were different it's not just 
the same old shots, the same old shit. They gave it a, a real fucking try. You, you know, know I good- will say you're right there. They were doing something that was very different with this kind of movie for the time. Especially because, like, like you know, who they're being put out by. Video Outlaw, Tempe. A lot of horror stuff. A lot of gore and everything. So when you're doing a low-budget shot on video movie being put out by them, the expectation is for, like, that, you know, gory, over-the-top thing. And they were doing something completely different. So my, I, I gotta respect that, in a way. As much as I didn't care for it, they definitely were doing their own unique thing at the time. Yep, and I guess they like doing it so much that <laughs> they made and they made an unreleased quote unquote sequel. Unreleased, which, you say? <laughs> that was that was me uh, burping in excitement. It wasn't um, a double take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like reading the IMDb like reviews of this and shit, and the, somebody on there is talking about like the unreleased sequel, and I I send this to Grizz, and I'm like, dude, unreleased sequel. I am currently holding in my hand Dead is Dead 2, the incarn was that the incarnation. I'm showing it to Mr. Grizz right now. This was released. I guess Mike Stanley did it. It looks like the video outlaw box art. You know what I mean? Like yes. it has the same So that's not video like outlaw. Same- no, it's not. Oh, See it's that? his film lab videos. Yeah, dude, he's definitely ripping the fucking yeah the outlaw fucking thing instead of the uh, the little marker. It's a little like film frame. I like it, but it looks very similar. But this movie is pretty much like a Silent Night, Deadly Night two type deal where there's a ton of footage from the first movie and then like some new stuff sprinkled in. But uh, I don't think I'll ever make. Mr. Grizz, watch Please that. Don't. <laughs> I have a feeling that might be something that we might be able to watch on fucking Twitch oh, and yeah. not get fucking taken down or anything. So that might be an option too. Maybe one we day. can watch it with him because that would be an experience, I feel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's be like, dude, what were you thinking when you did this one? Like, <laughs> yeah, what the, were you uh, thinking, period? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, I've only seen maybe two other people. I don't even know if they... I think maybe I've only seen one actual person with, like, the slipcase. I saw somebody with it on a TV once, but, like, it, I didn't see their copy, but I'm, oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah. they own it. But definitely under under five people I know, or at least copies of this that I've ever seen. Hell yeah. Definitely. Or at least. Probably three. Yeah. Dude, I <laughs> saw this, I saw, like, a couple of years ago, I saw this listed on fucking eBay. And the guy had it like for a bid for like, it's like, oh, five bucks or whatever. I fucking message him. I'm like, dude, would you take $50 for this tape? This was a couple of years ago, too. I, I knew right away. I'm like, would you take 50 bucks for this? He's like, yeah, sure. And he like sent me the fucking Happy thing and I bought it. it for f- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew right away. I'm like, I didn't even, first of all, I didn't even know that this was a fucking tape. Like, this was a movie. I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, no. Like, it's definitely the sequel. So I actually had this tape before i had the first i was gonna say did you own that first yeah yeah so i I found like the fucking impossible to find one you know before the actual video outlaw release and of course you know that's just stupid luck you know sometimes you get lucky with that stuff i saw um on ebay not that long ago there was a lot and 
I, I ended up being busy at work, so I couldn't bid on it. But it ended up going for like 40 bucks plus shipping, but there was a fucking wave release of uh, Hung Jury. Oh, no on shit. There. Just in the middle in there, of and it. I, I for- yeah, and I forgot to fucking bid. I would have fucking did it. Oh, that Whoever sucks. that is, I see you relisting it on eBay. I'll give you fifty dollars for it. I'll it's give you already 50 a come up. Already a come up. And a, yeah, and a shout out. <laughs> Priceless. Um, yeah. So, I definitely would say maybe give Dead Is Dead a shot if you can find it. I don't know if there's. I really don't know where the fuck to find any of these movies. Some of them are on his YouTube channel. Some of them are probably on YouTube anyway. I saw there was like a maybe a 30-something minute <laughs> clip. Dead is dead on YouTube. I don't know if it's like recut. I don't know. I didn't look what it was, but I don't fucking know. Give it a shot. Dead is dead too. Good luck finding a copy of that. Good luck finding that anywhere. Actually, it's not Either even listed on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you'll have to come to us to watch that shit. So, Grizz, it's time that we head to our second favorite place besides the bathroom, and that's the (laughs) The Wide wide World world of Metal. metal. Yes, and that is my turn this week, and I am bringing you another new uh, death metal band that I am currently obsessed with, and that is the one and only Molder. What a great name, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's the first thing I said to you when you showed it to me. I'm like, that's a fucking good name. Not like Mulder from X-Files. But <laughs> that like would be Mold- a good name, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be, actually. But yeah, you, you showed me this one. You're like, okay, this is the album I'm going to cover this week. And I gave it a listen. And this, this so far is probably my favorite out of everything it. that you've shown me. It's got a very like early '90s like obituary Tampa death metal sound mixed with like a little bit of like that foreign like early '90s death metal where it's still a little bit like heavy metal type of shit. I don't know, man. This is a solid album, and if you told me this came out in 1992, I would probably believe you. 100% believable. It's man. It's like just it, it is. It's classic death metal. It's old school death metal sounding. It's it's just so heavy, like riff driven metal where you can't help but to fucking headbang. That's the kind of yeah. metal this is. That every riff you're like, fuck yeah. You get into it, yeah. you feel it, it's just awesome. And then the vocals come and it's like, dude, it reminds me of like like you said, John Tardy from Obituary, but with a little bit of like David Vincent from Morbid Angel from those like early fucking albums, and they're just it's like that perfect, not like cookie monster guttural. But just like harsh, still on the edge of breakup fucking guttural, man. I really dig the vocal work on this album. We don't think we even named it. The album that we're covering is their newest 2022 release, Engrossed in Decay. Artwork fucking on point. This dude just melting in green fucking ooze all over the cover. Just everything about it. They just dialed this album in so much. Yeah, and one thing I want to say though is that this singer may be like the James Hetfield of uh, <laughs> of, of death metal. He does a lot of yeah, yeah. He does yeah. He does a lot of yeah. 
<laughs> like, he, like the, no matter what the sentence is, he manages to put like a little like yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I love it though, dude. I love those like built up those little accent fucking growls, dude. That shit gets me every time. They do it a lot in black I metal. Mean, the yeah. fact that he's doing it here, I'm just like yes, do it more, and he does it more, and I'm like yes, I dig it. There is some uh, some absolutely uh, for, dude the bass work on this album too. The bass tone is like this fucking buzzsaw from hell that's mixed love it so well in the mix that you can still hear it in every song where it's not just drowned out because a lot of the stuff that i feel is newer death metal everything is so down tuned and it just becomes very muddy it becomes very just a big you know conglomerate of sound where you don't really can't tell in the mix what the guitars are what the basses are and stuff whereas this it's mixed fucking perfectly. Everything is in its spot. It's super clean. Uh, my dude, the last two songs in this album for me are what what does it? Uh, the decomposed embryos with the great audio clip before. Oh my right? god, I was gonna say the clip before is yeah, fucking awesome. So good, so good. And then they end it on this song, "Cask of Maggots," and it is a fucking ripper. Just killer guitar solo. Yeah, is that's it your my favorite on the fucking album? Would yeah, be, that man. shit's awesome. But it's even got like, that, like groove to it, shit. Uh, and then like engrossed in decay, the the the, the song that the, the album is named off of is probably the, in all respects, the best fucking song on the album as far as like song composition, riff wise. There's just something about Cask of Maggots that's got this like evil grind to it. I just I have to fucking headbang to that song, man. This is the closest thing to like what death metal should be that's been out recently, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like a thing with a lot of bands is that they record with the gain far too high on their guitars Ooh. and shit. So, like, I get it. That's, like, the sound. But, like, it literally just turns to shit Mud. once you start, like, down-tuning past, like, I mean, really, like, in reality, once, like, you're below drop C, it starts sounding like shit. Flubby. You know what I mean? You start, yeah, you're hitting all the same frequencies at that point because they're only going to go so low and I don't know. But uh, this album, for whatever reason, super crisp, sounds fucking, you could tell what they're playing. I love it. Um, the, but it's it's all riffage, though. It's not, you know, crazy time signature changes and all that stuff. It's like very like, you know, cancer-esque, where like there's, it's just riff after riff after yeah. riff after riff. Like, and it's, you know, I don't, I don't know. Usually you show me shit that's very, I guess just like dead is dead it's an acquired taste and some of it is awesome some right. of it is like I, I like the whole album some of it, it's like oh yeah like i like these songs but like this one is like a ripper like this one i i added to my fucking library i like i'm gonna be listening to this shit all the time and i don't, I don't know i think this is probably my uh my most recommended album that you've brought yeah. forth so far Stepped yeah i think this one a lot of people would like yeah, I think between like it, especially if you got into like the the Worm album that we covered, like this has like the same production value. It's a totally different kind of animal. Like you know, Worm is this fucking funeral doom esque death metal, whereas this is like old school proper death metal. But they both have this like incredible production great songwriting and just re-listenability and like that's the riffs man like the riffs make you want to come back and hear a song again for that fucking mm -hmm. spot where you're like 
You know, because it's like a fast riff. It's good. It's good. But then they fucking catch you with this motherfucking banger of a riff where you're in your car fucking beating the shit out of your steering wheel. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you just want to keep coming back to that because it's so good, dude. No, I, I totally agree. This is 100% highly, highly, highly recommended, especially if you're into like that early mid 90s death metal, like at least American death metal that was coming out of Tampa and all Tampa, that shit. You nailed it. Yeah. yeah, this this is like that sound, but in 2022, I guess, like as close as you're going to come to it, at least. Right. Uh, hundred percent recommend this one. Yeah. yeah. Molder engrossed in decay. Go out. Fucking check their band camp out. Spend money on their merch. Fucking all the stuff is super cool, man. You're going to dig it. Yeah. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. Check it out. So, Grizz, I think that's going to be it for the week. Um, I feel like I subjected you to enough punishment, punishment for, yes. for a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll figure out what we're going to do with Dead is Dead 2. Maybe we will see. You know, if, if we could get him or not, fuck it. We'll fucking watch it anyway on there and see if anybody can, can last. Uh, the, 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 the torment. How long is this? One? How long is this one? Uh, wow, this, this one's one. eighty minutes, dude. There we go. This one's eighty minutes. It's longer than the than the first. So, uh, Mr. Grizz, where can they find you on the internet? As always, you can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore Enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash badtastevideo. Uh, go to our, um, what, what what the fuck do we have? Etsy, Etsy pages. Yeah, we got Facebooks. Yeah. We got all kinds Link of Link in our bio. Go to our fucking yeah. Facebook group. Join our, that shit. Talk join shit to everybody. fans. You can see our butts. All kinds of cool shit Butt going on. hanging <laughs> down. All sorts of shit. Bad Taste uh, Video. Go listen to all our friends. Yeah, go listen to some fucking laser graves go fucking i don't even know man we're i'm just pumped the summer's almost over i'm sick of sweating i'm Me sick too. of this shit sweating right uh, now we're almost there we're almost there man a couple more weeks and we're in that spooky season that i know keg stan hates but guess what <laughs> it's we're almost time bitch get ready <laughs> yeah we're gonna caress them jack-o-lanterns get the fuck out of here all right grizz anything else let's do it see you guys next week